Hey, hey, welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast. I am Mike Gingrich, a business creative and a basketball fan. I'm weaving here together in this podcast to give you practical, no-nonsense resources on social media, business marketing, leadership, and life. Why do I do that? Because the adjustments you can make at halftime can help your business win the game in the second half. You ready to go? Let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, hello, this is Mike Gingrich, and I want to welcome you to another episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast today. I am just back from Social Media Marketing World 2016, the largest social media conference in the world, and uh, continues to grow every year. I've been a four-year attendee, and this year they gained another 800 attendees to reach 3,000. I met people from all over the world. I mean, unbelievable. So... Uh, the, the whole trend, it was bringing together business owners and marketers who are trying to use social media effectively for their businesses. But uh, let me tell you, I met people from, I mean, as far away as um, remote places like Nigeria, Gabon in Africa. Um, then I met from Europe, uh, Switzerland, Germany, France, Luxembourg, Spain. Australia is a long way away they came from. I mean, you, you name it. It was unbelievable. And what I want to do in this episode is for the small, medium-sized business, give a recap of um, what uh, the, the trends were, the topics were there that can help you. So it's basically a, a synopsis, bringing things together. What's What do I bring back from this? What do I dissect? What do you need to know as a small business or marketer that is trying to use social media effectively uh, as part of your overall online marketing mix. Is it valuable? What can you do with it? And uh, I want to go through at least four key takeaways in uh, the next 20 minutes or so here that were important to me. All right, so the first one came from Michael Stelzner's uh, data report. And um, on the, the first keynote, he dove into all social media trends from his industry report. This is a report of uh, multiple thousand marketers, business owners, and how they're, uh, what they're seeing, what they're doing with social media for their businesses. And uh, a key is that Facebook is as strong as ever. All right, so that's number one, that uh, you, you see all these new social media networks emerging. You see things changing, you know, and you wonder what's going on. Uh, will Facebook last? And uh, the the resounding answer is yes, uh, because Facebook continues to evolve. Okay, and um, you know from the from the days when it began, you know I've been on since 2007. Um, I think somewhere around 2006 was when those outside of college universities could first get on. So um, Facebook's been around, you know, 10 plus years for the mainstream. And it's had to evolve in that point from, you know, desktop now to mobile first. And um, there's there's lots of changes, what you see in the news feed, all these types of things. Um, but Facebook continues to be a number one way that um, marketers trying to use social media can reach their audience because every major demographic is 
on Facebook, okay? So it's the only one. So when you take a look at others that are growing, you know, you think of a Instagram um, that that's emerging, but it doesn't have that uh, you know key buying segment of those 50 plus in a dominant fashion. It has some, but it's not a strong segment. Whereas Facebook has a uh, strong contingency is the only one that has a, a very strong contingency of active users in the 50 plus age bracket. You know, there was a key buying demographic as well as in that midsection of 30 to 50. Uh, Facebook, that buying segment, Facebook has that one as well. And, um, you know, even the fact that it's not as shiny and new, there are still tons of 20-somethings and even teenagers using Facebook. So they're, they're, it's a part of their mix. So Facebook is strong, but it's evolving. So when we say evolving, what does that mean? And uh, if, you, if there was a theme at the conference, it was live video. And the, and the way that that's emerged in 2015 and is taking shape in 2016 and Facebook's a key player in that. Okay, They were a little later to the game. It wasn't until like August of last year when they first rolled out um, live video. And that was just first off, it was for celebrities. And then over the course of time, they rolled it out to uh, personal profiles. So you could use live video. And then they rolled it out to pages. So your business could do live video. And now to groups as well, Facebook groups. So they've got this live video thing going. Uh, what makes Facebook key in the live video segment uh, is that it's simple it's integrated into the mobile app and all you do is press the button and you can you know go live and people can see you right there um, they've already had the audience because people are already on facebook so it's it's a ready-made audience and um then you know it's it's a way to get in front of your audience why is it important why why should you consider live video if you're a small medium-sized business and you think you know what in the world do we want to do with live video why should you consider it is because facebook is prioritizing live video in the newsfeed okay so what that means is uh, they they have an algorithm which uh, determines what you see because the average user on Facebook has the potential to see like 1500 different posts a day you're not gonna spend you know that that's if you're on constantly obviously you're not on so Facebook doesn't just show you whatever is posted right then they 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 rank things okay based on what you have interacted with in the past things that and, and by that I mean what you've liked what you've shared what you've commented on and other factors and one of these factors is now live video they're prioritizing that in the newsfeed so um most people when when they post to their facebook business page you know there's going to be a small percentage that see that um over the course of time you know and it can be five percent that see a post uh, you know so if you have a thousand fan page um you know you could be down below into that 5% realm of people seeing that, okay? So, you know, 10% would be 100, 5%, 50 of that. Uh, so that's not a lot. And one of the ways people can get seen more is with live video because they're prioritizing that. So if you go live with your small business on your on your page, you are getting, people are getting alerted. Your fan base is getting alerted. It's ranking the top of the news feed. It's going to be, it's, it's guaranteed to be shown more to those fans. And so you can easily beat that normal kind of 5% and bump up a lot higher. I mean, we're talking significantly. It might be 30%, might be 40%. Now, uh, what do you do with that? You know, the, the, the keys are to, to make it simple, I think that you should use live video in um, smaller segments 
to introduce and direct to other pieces of content that you have. All right. So this is a, you know, if you've rolled out a new product and uh, you can you have content in your website about that, uh, what you want to do is use live video to introduce that, talk about it a little bit, and direct people over there. Then at the end of that, so it's it's a way to get awareness and exposure to direct them somewhere else as one of the key elements. Now, there's other things you can do. You could um, you know interview your product manager about the new product you could take them inside of the new product and show them around you could show them the, the um, you know manufacturing floor you know whatever those pieces are so you need to find creative ways to do this don't worry about not being professional that's just accepted and acceptable on facebook you have to kind of get past that initial fear of it all right so uh, that was number one facebook is strong and leading the way for Facebook is their ability to evolve, and one of those right now is live video. For small business, it's been rolled out to your pages. It's been rolled out to Facebook groups, so it's something to explore. All right. Now, a uh, second trend that I saw is a lot of talk about Snapchat, okay? A lot of talk about Snapchat, and... Um, uh, I think that you know what's important there is not that you need to jump on the bandwagon for Snapchat, uh, but that you need to pay attention to it. Okay, so there was a stat. Let me see if I can quickly navigate to that of video views. It was incredible what's happened there. Da, 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 da. All right, not finding that one quick enough. Um, Yada yada yada. Da, da, da. Chat video views found it. Okay, and in May of 2015, there were two billion video views per day on Snapchat. In November, it was up to six billion. In January, it was up to seven billion. In February of this year, daily video views on Snapchat was at eight billion. That's with a B. That's with a B. So um, there's a lot of people putting a lot of content out there on Snapchat. And so uh, it, it's, it hasn't evolved to where it's a great business tool for most brands yet. Okay, um, What you're seeing with a lot now is um, celebrities and uh, you know Fortune 500, Fortune 100, those who are, who are trying to do you know, a little bit more with stories brand awareness you know the ones that uh, do super bowl commercials and other things like that where they're just um they're doing brand awareness types pieces okay but um it's one to watch just because of the use factor growing up and again it started out with a teenage contingent and 20 somethings now it's uh, moving into the 30 something 40 something that are using it um so it's one to watch, not necessarily one you need to use. And um, here's another reason to use it is that it's also a incredible quick video creation tool. Quick video creation tool. What do I mean by that? Is that um, you can create stories. These are segments of 10 second videos. Every snaps ten, uh, up to 10 seconds, and um, they have a, a tremendous and powerful suite of. Uh, video tools that you can customize so you can you can do things with your video and you can put all these together so if you if you take uh, a 10 second snap you can choose to make that a story which is public and live for 24 hours and then you can take another snap and add it to that story now you've got 20 seconds of video 
take another snap, 30 seconds, take another snap, 40 seconds, take another snap, 50 seconds. That can all be in one story. If you don't like one of those, you can take it out. You can add another one on the end of it. So it allows you to tell a story in these little segments, and then you can download that. You can download that to your mobile phone. Use that anywhere. People are uploading them to YouTube. People are uploading them to Facebook um, as native video on those platforms. And uh, they have some customization tools where you can add text on the video. Um, you can add you know, animations and uh, other things within the videos. So it's, it's a powerful little video creation tool. Most people don't understand it as that. And then the, the third thing that Snapchat has going for it that's increasing the user base is its messages and chat functions. They continue to expand what they're doing with messages and chat. So, you know, um, it's, it's all about for these big social media networks getting people to use them as the default the go to the you know and um it's you know taking away some uh text messaging and it's a you know it's somewhat of a threat to facebook messenger in the, in the messaging realm a whatsapp um be just because it has a lot of potential there so it's one to watch that's all i'm going to say now it's not something you need to go out and use for your business now, but I am saying experiment with it on a personal level. Create some stories just because it may be something you need to be familiar with for your business if it continues to evolve and develops more business uses, opens up some things there. So that's number two. Um, the, number three is the challenge then for small and medium-sized businesses, all businesses really online is that there's so much noise. There's so much content going on. Remember what I just said about um, Snapchat? You know, from May, 2 billion videos a day to 8 billion. Um, you know, on Facebook, there's just continuing to be more people, more pages, uh, more advertisers. In fact, Facebook advertisers moved, went from 2 million ad using Facebook ads to 3 million. And so that's just more promoted content. So there's a lot of noise going on it's tougher to compete online that's a challenge okay so that's point number three is the challenge that you need to try to overcome and um so obviously then what are answers to that okay and i've ta already talked about one is that you need to adapt to get seen because if you're trying to do what you used to do on facebook you're trying to uh, just post you know text and links in the newsfeed, well, you're going to see some results, but not great results. You need to adapt and take a look at how you can incorporate, you know, some live video snippets, which introduces your good content. So instead of just using a link and posting that, take a live video, talk about it, and then tell them to come over to that piece of content and post that, you know, in the comments for them. So it's adapt. You need to adapt to what the the tools and methods are that can get you in front of the people best so like on facebook it's live video so uh, it, it's the way to adapt you know even on twitter um you can you can use periscope to do some uh live video there you can use you can easily record video with your mobile device those things are getting more views on twitter so so taking a look at what you need to do there Instagram has continued to grow, and uh, one of the keys was Instagram's moving their video segments up from 15 seconds up to 60 seconds worth of video. So what are you going to see more of? More video on Instagram. All right? So adapt uh, is the first point of how to overcome that noise challenge online. The second one is that your content matters. All right? It still matters. 
continue the, the blogging, continue adding resource-rich content to your website. That's your main home on the web, and you need to have it there, but then find ways to ignite it, okay? So to direct people to it. And I already talked about one with live video. Um, a second one is to to niche your content, and you can find because there's competition in Google, you know, to be to show up in the first five results in the front page. Uh, so one of the things I learned from Joe Paluzzi in a content marketing uh, presentation at Social Media Marketing World was to use Google Trends. Google Trends, you can Google that, and that's a tool that Google offers you. It shows you. Uh, what people are searching on and gives variations of that. So it's a way to see, okay, here's the key term that I want to write content for and rank for, but that one has a ton of competition. But here is one, a secondary term that has good traffic to it, a lot of searches, but less competition. So therefore, you can angle your content a little bit more in that regard. So it's about adapting it, finding those smart little niche points to, to get to so that your content can rank high in Google. Uh, and just reiterating then that point of finding ways to promote your content, whether you're using live video, whether you're using video that you upload to Facebook, whether you're using images and posting them to Pinterest and Instagram that talks and directs people back to your website, back to your content, you need to find ways to ignite your content. So it's not just about creating great content, that is primary, that is the focus, but then you need to take time to figure out how can I ignite this? How can I get this out there more, amplify the reach of it? And um, a third way to do that is to begin to find partners that you can reciprocally share content. Okay, Partners that you can share each other's content. So finding those uh, that circle with groups that have an audience themselves, who are willing to share your content on their Facebook page, um, on their social media, and uh, you know, in turn, is there something that's complementary that you can share of there? So this is this is finding those synergies, finding those complementary pieces where you know maybe there's some overlap, maybe your your businesses can align in some way, and they each have audiences, and you can have the advantage of them sharing it and reaching their audience, which should be relevant to who you're trying to reach, and vice versa. Okay. So partner to share your content. All right. Now, um, so that was one, two, and three. And my fourth one then that I, that I want to talk about as a recap was that ultimately relationships matter always. All right. So, you know, a lot of these people I'll go that I met, I've met online previously. It's a social media conference. So we met on social media. We maybe met on Facebook, on Twitter, and, you know, we would have dialogues there, but we'd never met them in person. And what you need to know is that people do business with those that they know, like, and trust. All right. So I know people on social media, but once I was at a place like this where I could meet them, we much we now have a much greater opportunity of finding ways to partner together to do business for them to bring me business for them to do business with me, my business, okay? Think of it like this. Social media is top of the funnel. When you think of the sales funnel all the way down to that sale, you you want to start with attracting 
the the right type of audience, but that's that's the where the net is wide. And then you want to engage that audience. You want to you know get some type of opt in for them, and you want to nurture that so they can uh, build trust with you and your information. Ultimately, they're ready to make a purchase. Okay, so think of social media as top of the funnel marketing. It may not get you direct sales all the time, but it can get you found. It can get you on the radar. It can begin to have people build trust in your business, in your you as a uh, individual, in your company, and um, through some you know directing people back to your website, they can learn more. Um, there can be you know if you have a soft call to action on your website, something that opts them into your newsletter, your um, blog, email list, that type of thing, uh, that that can continue to nurture the relationship. And it leads to a deeper relationship that ultimately results in business. This is a non-linear pathway at times within social media is that um, it can take a while for that sales conversion to happen. Okay, so because I, I want to say, you know, I've met people online, I met them at social media marketing world, and then you know that gave us a foundation that that we stayed in touch over the course of time i met them again here this past year you know and now we're talking about and they're thinking hey don't you do this they've learned about me over the years and don't you have this well i've got a client that needs this and here we go so it it was out of relationship i wasn't necessarily marketing to them i they were aware of what we were doing they were learning about us and that ultimately leads to business it's we do this already, but we just haven't thought about it this way with social media because we go to events. You know, we go to maybe it's a chamber event. We go to other networking events. We go to conferences. And, um, you know, are we expecting direct results out of that? Our business, you know, maybe sponsors things. You sponsor the, the youth little league season or um, some other nonprofit activity. And, you know, what's your direct ROI on that? That's a lot of it is brand awareness. But it allows you to get exposure to people that ultimately over time can know, like, and trust you. And when they're ready to do business, they're ready to come back and do business with you. So, you know, all of that to say all this social media technology things still come back down to one-on-one rapport, one-on-one relationships. Uh, that's ultimately, you know, the, the foundation for good business that hasn't changed. And social media can just be a um, a tool in that because it's it's like um, chamber events on steroids. Really, there's there's no barriers to it. Instead of that, your local chamber, you can you can reach anybody anywhere, and um, you know try to reach out to those that are important to your business that that might be a, a good fits, and you know over the course of time, build rapport with them. So think about that in your social media. Again, my final uh, my four points were. Uh, Facebook's not going anywhere. They have they're they're strong. Facebook is strong. So pay attention to that. You want to pay attention to what Facebook's doing. You want to continue to uh, evolve and adapt to find ways to reach your target audience there. Um, Snapchat is one to watch. Just just learn how to use it a little bit. Just because it's growing so much, it doesn't have great business tools yet, but. Um, it may, and so you want to be aware of that. And in the meantime, it can be a quick video uh, creation tool that uh, you can use to download videos and use them where your audience is already. It's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, that type of thing. Um, there's a noise. 
so you need to find ways to ignite your content it's it's you need to continue to produce great content and then you need to find ways if it's live video i'm recommending that you need to find ways partner with others that can share your content that's key and then finally fourth one was that relationships matter always matter people do business with people and um, social media is a top of the funnel marketing method in that you can build rapport you can build relationship and it can be brand awareness that ultimately converts to business all right so that's my takeaways from social media marketing world 2016 hopefully that's helpful for you and um, i'm going to have some images in the blog post so you so if you're listening to this you know come on over to the post uh, you'll see some of the things that um, i captured there from sessions and that i want to share with you some of the stats again so uh, that's it for this episode I'll see you again in a couple weeks. This is Mike with the Halftime Mike Podcast. Take care. Alrighty, thanks for listening to this episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast. Remember, what you do in the second half is the outcome of a game for your business. What's the next step you need to take today to act? Does your business need website software tools or social media help? Come on over and visit me at MikeInglish.com. I'm also available if you want me to speak at your next event. Visit MikeEnglish.com slash speaking to learn more. Join me again for another episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast because I am your no-nonsense guy adding value to you to help you win the game in the second half.